Welcome to the Driving Skills 101 podcast series, brought to you by the National Road Safety Foundation and Students Against Destructive Decisions. My name is Dylan Mullins, and I'm joined by SAD's president and CEO. Rick, how are you doing? Dylan, great to be with you today. Thanks so much for having me. Great to be with you, too. So, uh, Rick, uh, what's our topic today? Today we're talking about driving schools. I think there's a lot of misconceptions in there about how you choose a driving school, why driving schools matter. I know as we've talked to SAD students and especially as we've we've talked to parents, there's a lot of unanswered questions out there and NRSF and SAD are here to help. Yeah, I think driving schools is a uh, kind of a tricky topic for a couple different reasons. Uh, first and foremost, I think it uh, it varies pretty widely from from state to state. And though we've talked about issues that uh, that change based on your location, like rural driving versus urban driving or weather related issues like that, this is one of the ones that isn't uh, necessarily as physically related, but yeah. really dependent on the uh, the GDL laws in your state. That's exactly it, Dylan. Uh, the GDL laws or the graduated driver's licensing laws in your state dictate if driving school is required, and if so, at what stage in the GDL process. It dictates how many hours of classroom instruction you're required to have versus how many hours of um, behind-the-wheel experience you're required to have. Different requirements for parents and licensure and all sorts of other things, too. And so it really does get confusing as you talk state to state. Throw in the fact that some states still offer this as part of the high school curriculum or as part of a free service in the community, or some states are required to be all commercial. So let's take this from the beginning, all right? Let's say you're a, a new driver who's looking to, to get licensed in your state. Uh, where would be the best place to go and look to see if you need a driving school, what kind of driving school you need, and at what point in the process uh, you would need to talk to one? That's a great question, Dylan. The first place I would turn would be your state's either Bureau of Motor Vehicles, Registry of Motor Vehicles, um, Department of Motor Vehicles, whatever you call it. Uh, It's the agency inside your state that's responsible for licensing drivers. There you will find a couple bits of information that will be so important. First, information about uh, the requirements of your driving school, how many hours are required behind the wheel, how many hours are required in classroom, and also a list of certified driving schools. It will be important that you look not only at the various social media reviews and other reviews that people have, but also make sure that the certification is intact and also make sure that the driving school in question is using the NHTSA driving school standards, the national standards that are put in place by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and several other agencies to really address the leading causes of teen crashes and the leading gaps that we've found in teen knowledge base. So um, understanding those pieces and finding the right driving school is so important, and it all starts with that website. So throughout these throughout this series, we've talked about the parent portion mm-hmm. uh, of all the various topics that we've discussed so far. We usually do that towards the end, but I want to bring this up now because I think parents are an important part of choosing a driving school. So Rick, what what kind of consideration do you think parents should uh, put into actually picking a driving school? Yeah, I think there's a real temptation to let cost be the deciding factor, but cost should not be the only consideration. Again, it goes back to a couple of things I just mentioned, the accreditation, the quality, the number of hours, understanding that um, you know a, a good driving school may uh, require more hours than the state minimum, and that's okay. Because we know that, again, as teens spend more time behind the wheel with certified experts, folks who can help them work on those various skills, uh, the driving skills, if you will, that are most important to keep them safe, we know that the likelihood of, their, uh, of them being in a crash and the likelihood of them um, being injured drastically decreases. So 
Um, I, as a parent, would ask you know, about the curriculum and how many hours are required. Kind of use those things, again, not as a minimum, but as just a baseline to get you started and learn more about um, uh, the success of the driving schools, learn more about um, you know, any feedback you can get from others. All great data points for helping you make that driving school connect. And, and talking about after the fact, too. Um, one thing that my parents did, you know, they in terms of researching uh, what the driving school was about, um, they, they saw what kind of curriculum they used, what kind of skills they focused on. And I think that was helpful for my mm -hmm. parents to conceptualize what I would actually be doing behind the wheel during uh, those sessions. And something they did after the fact, which I think was super helpful, too, is they had a conversation with my driving instructor about well, what did you do this time? What are the type of skills that I needed improvement on? That way, when it came time to yeah. uh, drive with my parents, they knew ahead of time what to look out for in terms of, you know, what were my strong areas and what areas did I, you know, need to look out for more. And I think that was very, very helpful in terms of the relationship that I developed with my parents learning how to drive. You, you couldn't be more right. So many schools offer a parent session. Uh, and I say, that's great. That's a good baseline. Again, a good place to get started. But there should be that ongoing dialogue. You know, it's just like uh, a parent talking to a pediatrician or a doctor. It's not a one conversation and done. It's an ongoing conversation to make sure that teens are developing their skills, that they're developing their maturity behind the wheel. That, like you said, that you could continue to, to develop and, and uh, nurture skills that are maybe still a little bit challenging, things that seem a little bit unsure. Um, we have to remember that driving instructors are professionals. They're, they're literally experts in teaching someone how to drive. They're experts in engaging young people in the topics and skills to be safe behind the wheel. Um, our parents are not. You know, they're, they're great, we love them, but they're not driving instructors. So I really encourage parents to talk to driver instructors, get a sense of, again, like you said, what skills should we be working on? Where is my, where is my teen lacking? And how can I continue to foster this relationship even beyond the driving school experience? So to, uh, to use a driving pun, let's shift gears again and, and talk about the, uh, the student piece of actually um, experiencing uh, a driving school and learning from them. Yeah. And I know when I, in the days leading up to uh, actually getting behind the wheel with someone, and for me, that was the very first time that I had ever driven a car at all. And I was super nervous because not only was it mm -hmm. the first time that I was getting behind the wheel, but I was doing it with a, with a stranger. So what advice would you have for students who might be nervous about actually engaging with a driving school? First thing I would say is take a deep breath and relax. Um, they are, they as the driving school instructor are on your side. They are there to help you. They're there to be patient. Most of these folks have been doing this for quite some time and are, are very patient and willing to work with you. But you also have to approach the task of driving with the, um, with the solemn nature that it deserves, realizing that you should be taking these classes seriously that you should be using this time to really work on your skills and understanding that you know, the, the things you learn in this class could actually save your life um, and help you make you a safer driver. So I think if you approach it with that mindset, use it as a good opportunity to learn, to get that um, experience, get that patience uh, in an environment where you really need it. Remember that you know maybe mom and dad or the other caring adult in your life may not be always as patient. <laughs> um, this person should be more patient. So use this as an opportunity to really grow those skills and get off on a, on a good start. You know, one piece of advice that I got that I don't really think I took until we, we got a little bit into the actual experience of, of driving with that instructor was to ask questions. Yeah. I, I know I said I was nervous going in, but 
it wasn't just the driving part. I was also nervous talking to the stranger who I had never met before. Right. Um, and something so important when you're learning about anything, let alone driving, which is this this lifetime skill that you need to constantly improve on, uh, is to ask questions. So if the driving instructor asked me to do something a certain way, um, or if I was unsure about if I was doing something correctly or not, I found it was super helpful to actually ask a question. Because even if the driving instructor didn't pick up on the fact that I was nervous about you know, making that left-hand turn or merging properly, if I asked for more advice just to say, hey, did I do that right? Or hey, is there anything else I should be you know, improving on or working on? It was super helpful just for that clarification and that extra layer of security, just to know that I was really getting the most out of that experience. It's exactly right. They are true experts, as I mentioned earlier. So I think this is a great opportunity to ask those questions in a very safe environment, to dig into some of these topics a little bit more. Uh, I guarantee you that you will learn some things that you hadn't thought about. Because again, where else in your life previously have you been in a setting where you focus just on this art of driving? And notice that I call it an art because I believe it is both an art and a science where you have to understand not only the semantics of how the, the rubber meets the road, to continue our little pun here of roadway uh, <laughs> analogies, but understanding that piece along with just the very culture of driving and how you should respond and how your um, maneuvers affect other drivers. All those things and much more will be covered and as you continue to grow and continue to refine your skills, um, you will only gain more confidence, hopefully uh, mature confidence. So that I mean, don't get too overconfident because that's also when bad things happen. But um, that driving school instructor will be there definitely to support you, to keep you engaged and get you on the, the right road to safety. Yeah, I like to think about this as the first step in a long journey. You're, you're never going to be fully done mastering any of these skills that we're talking about. But the driving school represents a very important first step. Well, Rick, I think that about does it for talking about choosing a driving school. A special thanks to the National Road Safety Foundation for making this series of podcasts possible. Until next time, drive safely.